0: Hi everybody, welcome to Bible Prophecy Radio. This is Albert Hardy, your host. I want to talk to you today about some very scary, ser- uh, very serious things. Have you noticed every single day you hear these the roar of jet engines overhead, and not just one airplane going by now and then, but all day? every day and they're leaving behind these chemtrails that pollute the skies that make it look terrible it's not un- uh, is it- there's nothing natural about it it's very unnatural and it's going on around the globe now there are maybe so- some exceptions like Mongolia Siberia, China, Russia, but everywhere else on earth, the governments of the earth have gotten together and paid Monsanto Bear billions of dollars each year to spread hundreds of thousands of tons of this chemical, and it's got aluminum, nano-aluminum oxide They're spraying it in the air, and that's what you see. These are the chemtrails that grid the whole earth now. And I don't know about you, but I am sick and tired of it. Aluminum is what causes autism and Alzheimer's. And I bet that you know somebody who's been affected by those. Let me tell you, it is not a good thing what they're doing. And I want to show you some places in the Bible that may be applicable to this. Let's start off with Ezekiel 38, and starting in verse 19. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath I have spoken... Surely in that day there shall be a great quaking or shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea, the fishes of the sea, and the fowls of the heaven, and the beasts of the field, and all creeping things that creep upon the earth, and all men that are upon the face of the earth, shall shake at my presence. This sounds to me like a worldwide earthquake. The mountains shall be thrown down, and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. That's really scary stuff. There's nowhere to go, nowhere to hide, and neither is there a place to get away from chemtrails. It's falling down on the earth, on the land, on the water. It gets in our soil. It gets in our food. It gets in our air. It touches every part of your life and mine. We inhale that um, that aluminum. On top of that, it's got barium and thorium and lithium and a whole host of other chemicals produced by and paid to the Monsanto-Bear complex and all the chemical companies, DuPont and so on and so forth. And you can research this. Just go online and Google geoengineering. You'll find a whole host of things that you never knew before. And I never knew it either. I discovered it this week. Not that I discovered anything um, that hasn't been out there for 16 years. You know, and we've been actually um, spraying the the chemicals into the atmosphere to control the weather since about 1958, I'm going to say. Maybe even earlier. In verse 21 of Ezekiel 38... He continues, and I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, says the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother, and I will plead against him with pestilence that causes autism, maybe, or Alzheimer's, maybe. Yeah, probably so. And with blood. And I will rain upon him and his bands. And upon the many people that are with him. an overflowing rain. And great hailstones. Fire. And brimstone. And thus will I magnify. And sanctify myself. And I will be known. In the eyes of many nations. This isn't talking about just Israel. And they shall Know that I am the Lord. There's a reference here to 16 and uh, verse 21 of Revelation. Let's just go there. 16, 21 of Revelation. I think you'll find this quite interesting. Well, let's go up to verse 4 first. We'll get down to 21. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun. And power was given him to scorch men with fire. Global warming, anybody? And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God who had power over these plagues. Why would you blaspheme the God who had power to stop this for you? Yet they repented not to give him glory. Um, the fifth angel sounded, verse 10. He poured out, while well, he poured out his vial upon the sea, the throne of the beast. And the kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues for pain. They blasphemed the name of God, the God of heaven, because of their pains and sores, and yet repented not of their sins. The sixth angel poured out his vial in, upon the uh, great waters of the Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up. What's happening to the Euphrates River today? There are ships lining the, the shoreline that used to be fishing ships. They, those guys are out of business. They're no longer able to put their boats in the water. There's no water. It's drying up, just like it says right here. The water was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared to be able to go over it dry shod. Now let's drop down to verse 18. And there were voices and thunderers, And lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, which was not since men were on the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. This is a worldwide earthquake, seems to me. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And Babylon the Great came into remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute now. Every island fled away. Well, they're not going to travel. They're going to go underwater. They're going to submerge. And why? Well, because of what Mankind is doing on the planet um, we're going to have the ice caps melt, and that's going to add about a hundred and twenty eight feet to the sea levels around the world. That's significant why well, because Florida, the highest point in Florida, I believe is somewhere around a hundred and thirty feet above sea level. I live here in the center of the state and I'm on high ground, I'm I'm on the ridge. But I'm not one hundred and thirty feet above sea level. I could quickly have ocean front property. I don't want ocean front property. No 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 no. Well, what happens to islands that are three, four, five, six feet above sea level? (laughs) They'll They'll go underwater. And that's the way it is right there. And the mountains were not found. Well, the mountains are going to be shaken into rubble. In other words, into gravel. And I can show you a scripture on that. And there fell upon men great hailstones out of heaven. Some weighed about a talent, or nearly a hundred pounds. And they blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. Woe! So, we don't have a lot to look forward to, other than destruction. Or do we? Well, let's uh, let's go somewhere else, for example, and see what we can learn here. Back to Ezekiel thirty-eight. I will call upon a sword, or, or call a sword against him throughout all my. Mountains, that is, nations, I think, and says the Lord God, every man's sword shall be against his brother, and I will plead with them with pestilence and blood and rain upon him, as we read already, and about the great hailstones and the fire and how God would magnify himself. In verse 6 of chapter 39, Ezekiel, He says, And I will send a fire on Magog, or and among them that dwell carelessly or securely in the islands, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore does it does it give honor to God for us to aerially spray this aluminum boron and all the other chemicals that are in it it's a patented chemical process is patented by Monsanto and they're spraying it every day around this world and it's killing off animals and trees and fish. Have you ever seen a fish kill? Millions and millions of fish everywhere where as far as the eye can see. That's what we've got today. The heathen nation shall know that I am the Lord, says God, the Holy One of Israel. And that's verse 7 of chapter 39. Over in Revelation 16, And uh, right right around uh, verse 21, listen to what it says. Every island fled away. We read that. The mountains were not found. And there fell upon men great hail out of heaven, every stone, the weight of about a talent. And men blasphemed because of the plague of the hail, because it was exceedingly great. And then couple that with what we read in Hosea 4 and verse 3. Well, let's start in uh, verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel. For the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, no mercy, no knowledge of God in the land. By swearing, and by lying, breaking faith, killing, stealing, committing adultery, they break out, and blood touches blood. Could that mean, uh, brother lift up sword against brother? Maybe. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwells therein shall languish. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? There's nowhere to go. With the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven and the fishes of the sea, they shall all be taken away. Wow. In verse 6, he says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me, seeing that you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. If you love your children, you will pay attention to what God says here in His Word. It's very important, very important. I will punish them for their ways and reward their doings. So four three of Hosea predicts animal die offs, fishes of the sea, beasts of the field, and every one that is people, men shall languish. Wow. Now let's head on over to Zephaniah a very little-known book, really. And it's only got three chapters to it. Habakkuk, Zephaniah. Zephaniah chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, say this, The word of the Lord, which came into Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, the son of Gedaliah, the son of Amariah, the son of Hiskiah, in the days of Josiah the son of Ammon, king of Judah, I will utterly consume all things from off the land, says the Lord. I will consume man and beast. I will consume the fowls of the heavens and the fishes of the sea and the stumbling blocks with the wicked or of the wicked and I will cut off man from off the land says the Lord. In verse 14 of chapter 1 Zephaniah he continues the great day of the Lord is near it is near and hastes quickly or greatly even the voice of the day of the Lord the mighty men shall cry there bitterly A mighty man breaks down and cries? This is not good, folks. Verse 15. The day of the Lord is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Well, They're spraying all this chemical trail stuff, to reflect the solar energy back into space using aluminum particles in the atmosphere. That's what it's about. There's lots of reasons why they're doing that. Number one is to make money. But uh, anyway, it's a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high tower embattlements. Wow. And I will bring distress upon men, and they shall walk like blind men, because they have sinned against the Lord, and their blood shall be poured out like dust, and their flesh like dung. Neither shall their silver or gold be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath, But the whole land shall be devoured by fire, the fire of his jealousy, for he shall even make a a speedy, a speedy riddance. I don't know why I have trouble with that one. Speedy riddance of the land, a terrible end of all them that dwell there. Wow. In verse 9 of the next chapter, he says, Therefore, as I live, says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, surely Moab will be like Sodom, and the children of Ammon like Gomorrah. No inhabitants left alive, no survivors. Even the breeding thereof will be of nettles and salt pits and a perpetual desolation. The residue of my people will spoil them, and the remnant of my people shall possess them. This shall they have for their pride, because they reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord of hosts. The Lord will be terrible to them. He will famish the gods of the earth In other words, destroy and ruin them completely. And men shall worship the one true God, every one from his place, even from the islands of the heathen nations. In verse 6 of chapter 3 in Zephaniah, the last chapter, he says, I have cut off the nations, their towers or embattlements, are desolate, and I have made their streets waste, that none passes by there. The cities are destroyed, so that there is no man, no, there is none inhabitants. Surely, I said, they will fear me, and will receive instruction, so their dwelling shall not be cut off. Howsoever I punish them, and that, but they arose early and corrupted all their doings. These chemtrail guys start early in the morning. You can hear them around six a.m. Even at night. Wow. But in verse eight, he says, "Wait there upon me." Therefore, says the Lord, "Until the day that I will rise up to the prey, for my determination." is to gather the nations and assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them my indignation, even my fierce all, my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Now, here's the thing. In California, for example, and really all over the earth, all over the United States, Trees are dying. They're dying on the south side, which has more sunlight exposure. Well, the the chemical trails that they're uh, gridding all over the earth are ruining the atmosphere. The ozone layer that blocks UV rays from getting through and destroying us It's gone. It's gone. Or at least mostly gone. I mean, this is a very serious problem. Do you know that the plankton count in the sea is now 60% less than it was five years ago? Something like that. I'm telling you right now, we need those plankton because they are the ones who produce oxygen for us to breathe. What happens if that oxygen goes away? And what happens if the ozone layer goes away? Well, we'll get down to x-ray instead of ultraviolet. You're worried about ultraviolet rays, you put on uh, sunscreen. Well, that doesn't really do much of anything in my view. It doesn't help, doesn't do any good. I know a guy who rides his bicycle to work every single day and has for 30 years or more, and he's had skin cancer after skin cancer, and he puts on this stuff that's supposed to block that, and nothing works. Well, why doesn't it work? A lot of people don't realize that the ultraviolet rays of the sun come in three different varieties, at least three, A, B, and C. A being the weakest, B in the middle, and C the strongest. And it's, quite honestly, it's lethal. It's lethal. After that, the next band in the wavelengths is X-ray. And that's just plain deadly. Well, so is C, ultraviolet C. And that is what we have now. That's why your skin burns almost immediately the second you go out. Have you noticed the difference? Have you looked at the sun lately? Go outside and put your fist over the sun itself and you'll see a white aurora all around the sun. Well, that's the reflection you're seeing off of this uh, nano-aluminum chemical that's up there that they've sprayed. It turns into clouds, but it's to block the light from hitting the surface of the earth. Let me tell you, we shouldn't be playing God by doing these things to his earth. It's not theirs to fool with. They didn't ask our permission, and they're doing it to us around the globe. The trees are dying because this UVC Ultraviolet sea rays kill the bark. It dries all the moisture out. It takes the moisture away. And do you know they are causing um, droughts around the earth? If they, if, um, if they don't like what a nation has said or done, they'll simply take away their rain. They'll push it to somewhere else. And in those places, it will rain monsoon style and drown people out. They think that's pretty funny pretty, pretty cool to be able to do that to people. Where are we? Where's our sense? Where's the wisdom? Don't they realize that their families live on planet Earth too? It's like a cancer cell that's growing in its host until it kills the host. Don't, don't, doesn't the cancer realize it's going to die when the host dies? Well, that's what we've got. It's a mess. May God help us. May God help us. Please, dear God, get rid of this mess you know, he is coming back in his kingdom, and he's going to be mad. Why is he going to be mad? Well, I wonder. With all of mankind playing God like this, destroying the ozone layer, destroying the peace and quiet, destroying the skies, making them totally unnatural, and raining down on us Alzheimer's and and autism and who knows what all else more likely cancer since barium and lithium and and all that stuff is radioactive at least to some degree and we're inhaling that we're swallowing that and eating that drinking it absorbing it through our skin yeah i can see why he would be mad he's we're fooling with god's creation And we're messing where we shouldn't be messing. Well, a better day is coming. When Jesus is here, do you think he'd put up with any of that? No chance. No chance on earth. Instead, he's going to clean it up and make it beautiful again. Donald Trump talks about making America great again. Well, Jesus is going to make the world great for the first time. Because he'll be here governing and ruling the planet with love. That's what righteousness is. His will be a righteous rule. And righteousness is love. Love toward God. Love toward neighbor. And that is what he will bring. Come soon, Lord Jesus. For our final scripture, let's go to Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11, starting in verse 1, "...there shall come forth a rod, a shoot, out of the stem or stock of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots and bear fruit." That's Jesus. "...the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord." We should all fear the Lord God, and shall make him of quick understanding, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the uh, hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor. If you want to know what righteousness is, look it up in uh, Psalm 119 and verse 172. All his commandments are righteousness. He will reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and the breath of his lips shall slay the wicked. And love and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid goat, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Doesn't that sound beautiful? No more carnivores gone now the cow and the bear shall feed together and the young their young ones shall lie down together and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp, a poisonous snake, and the wean child put his hand on a cockatrice's den. That's another poisonous snake. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain or government. For the Lord shall be as full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Wow. And verse 10, And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, that's Jesus, which shall stand as an ensign for the people. To him shall the Gentile nation seek, and his resting place shall be glorious. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Well, this is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. There are bad things coming, yes, but there's good things that will follow when Jesus himself reigns as King of kings and Lord of lords. You can go to my website and learn more. The website is called Why.com. Just go there. There's not a single ad. There's no commercials. There's no, nothing like that. It's all for your benefit in the public interest. And if we follow God, we'll have great success. And we will have peace at last. We'll have all the things that you and I have wanted all our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, godliness, gentleness, kindness, mercy, faith. Read Galatians uh, 5.22, which is talking about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, or self-control. Against such, there is no law. Until next time, then, this is Albert Hardy. Have a great day, and keep looking up. There are better days coming.